This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is sponsored by Podcast Bookers, podcastbookers.com. Podcasts are really hot, right? But you know what's also really hot? Appearing as a guest on one of the many, many podcasts out there. Think about it. Much easier than writing a guest blog post. You get some high-quality content. You get great backlinks. People want to share that content. Maybe you can even transcribe that content. Being a guest on podcasts, getting yourself booked on podcasts is a really, really great SEO tactic, great brand-building tactic. Podcast bookers can get you booked on two to three to four podcasts every single month on autopilot. Go check it out, podcastbookers.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jantz and I've got another solo show in mind. I'm going to talk about Google My Business. It is a crucial, crucial online digital tool service from Google that is available to local businesses, true brick and mortar businesses or service area businesses. You have to have a business in a location to claim a profile for that location, but when you do, uh, it does unlock some powerful tools. Hey, I hope you're enjoying these uh, solo shows. Uh, as I've said on a number of these, I'm going to do about one of these a week in addition to my interview shows, and I always love your feedback and reviews. Uh, you can go to iTunes and let me know if you uh, appreciate this, or just uh, send me an email. Let me know what topics you'd like me to cover, but today it is your free Google My Business Profile. So as I said, uh, this is something that is available for free to any brick-and-mortar business in a community. And, and, and actually, I say brick-and-mortar. It can be a service business. So like if you do work out of your home and you don't want to put your address in there, you can actually claim a service area of, of where you go out and serve your clients, but it does have to be in your community. You can't say be in Chicago and say, well, I've got customers in Dallas. I'd like to actually claim that. You have to have it in the city where you have your actual business. So I'm going to talk a little bit to those of you that have not claimed your profile, have not created it, haven't uh, um, implemented this idea at all. So what I want you to do is Type into Google the name of your business, not your website, just the name of your business and maybe the city where your business is located. And generally speaking, uh, th there is a really good chance that you actually have a Google My Business profile or that one has been created uh, in your business's name because Google is constantly looking for information, addresses, phone numbers, things out there to present uh, information when people are searching. So don't be surprised if you find one. Now, also, don't be surprised that if you had nothing to do with setting it up or you set it up five years ago in one of the various ways that <clears throat> Google allowed us to do this, things called Google Places and Google Plus, uh, Google Local, I think was actually the original version. So don't be surprised if it's out there. But under Google My Business, uh, you really now want to, to make sure that you claim that thing. Um, and enhance it. And I'm going to talk a little bit about how to do that. And the, and the first step really is to then verify that it, it is your listing. Now, if you've got the listing and you are familiar with this process, uh, I'm you know stay tuned because I'm going to talk about how to enhance it in ways that I don't necessarily see everybody doing. But let's go back to uh, to how you do this process. So 
Um, frankly, if you just want to uh, start from the very beginning, uh, business.google.com is where you'll go to find a Google My Business profile or to set up a Google My Business profile. But once you find it, if you've already claimed it, you should be able to log into business.google.com and do all the editing we're going to talk about. But if you find that it's not been verified, you're going to have to go through a couple steps. And sometimes these are easier than others. The first step is if you find your profile and it says there, is this your business? <laughs> that, that's a really good sign that it has not been claimed. Click on, uh, yes, this is my business. And you will have a number of processes you might have to go through. Uh, they may have to mail you a postcard. You may be able to do it with an email or with a text. Uh, it kind of depends on the state of your profile um, and how sure Google is about you know the information in that. And so it's going to be one of those uh, couple ways. And uh, um, you know, unfortunately, I can't tell you exactly which one will be uh, the one for you. Now, here's another issue that we come across all the time. Uh, don't be surprised if you actually find duplicate listings. And this, again, I think goes back to the days when this data was coming from Google Places and from Google Local and then Google Plus. And sometimes people just set up three or four Google Plus accounts because somebody left the organization and they decided they needed one. And so they, they set another one up. So don't be surprised if you find duplicate listings. And and a lot of times it might be a variation of the name or a different phone number, or maybe you moved uh, your business. Um, and, and so it has a different address. And so what you want to do is you want to find the one that is incorrect or that is certainly not, I mean, maybe, you know, it doesn't have the full information. Um, and, and so you want, it's the one you want to get rid of. So what you want to do is you will typically find uh, a tab there that says suggest and edit. Uh, you want to click on that and you want to mark that location as permanently closed. And I'm finding that uh, Google wants to clean up that information. And so if they can verify that that is uh, accurate, uh, they will. Um, and hopefully you can still you know, log into and, and verify that you own both of those profiles. If, you, if that's the case, they will close it within a week. If it was set up by somebody who no longer works for you or you don't even really know who set it up, they're going to actually, it's going to take a little longer because they're going to actually try to reach out to the email address they have on file for that. And if they get no response, they will, they will go ahead and make that change. So cleaning up that duplicate may be first step. So claim or create, um, verify that you, it's your listing and then see if you can clean up duplicates. So unfortunately, that's the first step. Now, Let's go through the profile itself. Um, the most important information is the name of your business, address, and phone number. And don't get cute with this. I mean, in some cases, people will try to put keywords at the end of their name and, and you know, all kinds of goofy things that somebody told them to, to get SEO benefit from it. Don't do it. Make the business the name of your business as you want your customers to see it. The address, uh, make it consistent with what you have on your website. And the phone number, make it consistent with what you have on your website as well. Make sure that those things are accurate. And this might be a good chance to or a good time to look at your website. Have you got that wrong on your website? And don't laugh. I find it all the time. So let's make sure that those are uh, right and the same as your website. Now, the next really important element is something they call category. And particularly if you have not claimed your Google My Business profile, Google will they'll take a guess at what they think that it is based on your name, based on description, based on things they find out there on the web. 
Um, and don't take their advice necessarily. They, they may or may not have that right. Your primary category should be the, the, the primary category that you want to rank for when somebody goes out there searching. So if you are, for example, a remodeling contractor, then you don't want your primary one to be construction company. And there's a really good chance it is. And so uh, they actually have categories for remodeling contractor. I think they even have categories for kitchen remodeling. So you want to make sure that you get as specific as possible on that primary category. Now, the good news is you will also get to choose some secondary categories. And so I, I definitely recommend that you do that as well. And, and again, don't get cute here. Make sure they really are categories related to your business. Uh, but uh, but make sure that that is set. <clears throat> now, some of the other information like hours and things are pretty straightforward. There is an opportunity for you to upload images and this is something that Google tracks in their insights. And so I do think it's a ranking factor. It's also, particularly on a mobile device, uh, it, it's a good um, trust building. It's a good content element. So upload eight or 10 photos uh, of your products, of your you know, business, of your people. It doesn't really matter what it is, uh, but, but make sure that you have some pretty good representative uh, images that you uh, upload. So that's the setting up of the profile. And again, there's, you know, after you claim it and after you do some things to enhance it, there's really not a whole lot more to that. Now, once you have access to your profile, and you'll always be able to just go back to um, uh, business.google.com and you'll be able to pull up your profile if you're logged into Google. Now, another thing that they just added is that you can actually, if you're logged into your Google account, and you do a search for your business, and you've claimed your profile. So, and again, I don't mean a search for your website, but for your business name, the kind of thing that would pull your uh, Maps profile up. They have now started showing an editable version of your Google My Business profile. Nobody else can see that, but you'll be able to see it. And uh, what's really nice about that is that you can actually respond to reviews right in there. You can ch make changes. You can see um, what what uh, statistical data they're now sharing. And I'm going to talk a little more about that. But that's another way to actually access your Google My Business profile that is fairly new. Now, I want to go over a couple of the, uh, the attributes of your Google My Business profile that uh, when you sign in to business.google, you'll have uh, these options available. And some of them have become pretty potent. And I think it's I think it's indicative of the fact that Google is really investing in Google My Business and adding some um, some very interesting new features. I think it's I think it's really a sign that uh, this is a key component uh, for them. So, uh, which uh, to me uh, marks uh, the reason for actually really getting involved in and understanding your Google My Business profile and 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 viewing it uh, frequently. Uh, rather than just kind of set it and forget it. So a couple of things that when you log in, you will notice uh, along the side left side panel, um, one of them is called posts. And this is a new feature that um, I think you should play with. Uh, there are some indication, and I've seen it with some of our clients, uh, that uh, that this is actually helping people rank. It's And essentially what it's going to do is is when somebody does a search and your profile gets pulled up, 
um, your uh, what you add into this post. And if you think about it, it's just a it's not a blog post. It's just a, an opportunity to to share an image and a couple hundred words. So maybe you have a special coming up, or maybe you have a new product, or maybe you have a workshop that you're holding. It just allows you to kind of put that information in there, and and it. You know, it, it you can set when it expires, and so it you know maybe maybe goes away. But um, people are finding that uh, they are getting traffic from these posts because you can also put a link to your workshop sign up or something. So I think that it is worth uh, uh, spending a little bit of time to go in and, and enhance that and add those posts. Um, you know, on a kind of routine basis. Another tool is called Insights, and this will give you a little bit of information into you know, how many times your profile is showing up in search or in maps and what people are doing. Are they calling you? Are they clicking on it? Are they you know, looking for driving directions? All the things that uh, people can do and, and do frequently, particularly on mobile devices. It's not terribly useful because the way they have it set up now, you can't see. It's not like an analytics where you can kind of compare you know, one quarter to the next quarter or something. Uh, unless you take that data and, and put it in a spreadsheet or something. But it is kind of useful to look at. Now, this is also a place where you can um, see not only your reviews, but reply to your reviews. And um, frankly, replying to every one of your reviews, getting reviews, of course, extremely, extremely important. Replying to your reviews, I think, can be very important as well. And this is good reviews and bad reviews. Bad reviews, of course, it gives you an opportunity to kind of tell your side of the story, if you will, or maybe state the facts as uh, uh, as only you can. But I think when you respond to five-star reviews as well, I think it does a couple things. First off, that person that gave you the review is going to get a notice and, uh, quite frankly, probably appreciate that, that you saw that and, and replied but it's another opportunity for you to show a personal side of your business. I work with a uh, an assisted living facility, and they will frequently get you know glowing reviews of how well they have cared for somebody's mother or father. And to have the owner go on there and actually say you know kind of make a comment, a, a personal anecdote about that person, and something that that he remembered. Um, I think just is tremendous content and, and, you know, over time is, is really great social proof. Another element I want to talk about, and this is fairly new, uh, that for the right business makes a lot of sense to enable, and that's called messaging. And so what that will do is if you enable that and you connect it, so you'll see it there, it just says messaging, and what they'll ask you to do is connect that to a, a phone that can receive text. So it has to be a mobile device. That, that not only can receive text, but does and that you can respond. Um, but, but if you're in the right kind of business, you know, this could be a great, uh, a great leg up because a lot of times when people are searching out there on Google, they are trying to solve something. They want to hire somebody right now to do something. And instead of sending an email or even picking up the phone, because a lot of people don't like to do that, if they can uh, text right from their browser window, um, and they can get a response from you immediately. Uh, you might win the deal, and so um, that's one that for for the for that kind of business where you know we have a tree service that's a client, and you know they, somebody might call three tree services or contact three tr tree services for a quote. So imagine uh, being able to put in your information in a text and getting a, a quote or getting at least a response or a phone call back um, immediately. Uh, maybe that wins you the business. So. 
Now, that's one that I think is uh, is pretty cool that's new on there. If the right kind of business that takes uh, booking appointments, uh, they're now actually making that an option right off of your Google My Business page. Uh, again, you have to integrate it with uh, one of the ser- booking kind of services that they work with. There's about a dozen uh, that are on there currently. So that might be an option if you're, say, a hair salon or a um, massage uh, facility or something of that nature. And then another one that they're adding, um, and this might... You know, I, I'm not recommending this for everyone, but they are actually now adding a platform where you can build a Google website. So essentially, it'll just be a very simple landing page, but they've got a couple tools on there that uh, that, uh, that that you can make it pretty and add photos and drag and drop some things. So if, if, if you've been living, say, on your Facebook page and you don't have a full website, which is really certainly what we recommend, um, it could be an option for you as well. So that's really all I wanted to cover today on Google My Business, but this is this is really a key ranking factor uh, for uh, local businesses, and it's it's kind of this probably the primary building block these days for a local business. Uh, for example, when you see those uh, businesses that show up in the maps listing when somebody searches, you know, hair salon near me, um, you can't show up in that unless you have a uh, a, a profile that you have claimed that you have optimized and, and obviously you know, getting things like reviews and frequently adding posts and, and making sure that the information is accurate is how you're going to show up. That's one of the pieces of the puzzle. There are, of course, many others, but that's the one I wanted to cover today. So let me know if you uh, enjoy this show format, and we always love those reviews on iTunes. Take care. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join podcast royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.